Hey there, and welcome to the Agency Rockstars podcast. I'm Dana Lindahl, and I'm the founder of LegendaryLeadGen.com, where we help B2B companies become authorities in their industry, set more sales appointments, and convert those appointments into more sales. We also help other agencies sell our patented process on to their own clients. And we truly believe in the value of building and creating relationships, and in that being the main driver of new sales for agencies. So, Stick around to the end of the show. We're going to be revealing how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing agency podcasts on the planet. All right, let's get straight into it. All right, rock stars, welcome back to the show. I am your host, Dan Moyle, and you are listening to Agency Rock Stars. And I am joined on the stage today by yet another rock star. His name is Charlie Flax, and he is the president of Propeller communications, which is uh, where strategy, content, and execution are linked. Will you, <laughs> Charlie, I tried that word earlier. Chromosomically? Chromosomically. It's, Chromosomically. It's, there it's, you go. It's media made that. up. It's based off a real word. But I love that. Yes. So Charlie, welcome to the show. Thank you. So that is a, like a talk trigger and a half, man. That is something that's going to get me thinking about propeller forever. So tell me a little bit about Propeller and what that word means and how you got to where you are. Let's start there. Sure. So, so Propeller, um, you know, we're a digital, digitally forward agency, digitally focused agency uh, that is entirely um, concentrated in healthcare. So okay. the chromosomically thing kind of ties in there, but we're, we're, gotcha. we're, we're dedicated to the healthcare space, medical device and, and pharma uh, pretty much equally. And, um, that that kind of mantra, right? Strategy, content, and execution are chromosomically linked. That's just really based off what we what our mission was when I created the company 15 years ago. Uh, it, it all it all ties together because it really was it was the gap and it was our place, uh, especially in digital. And again, it was 15 years, 2006. So it was a totally different time, different version of digital, still digital, but a different version of digital. Uh, what we found is there was a they're a great group, a great, a great um, offering from AORs as strategic partners, creative partners, a great offering um, on media partners and a great offering from production partners. There wasn't, there was an empty middle ground where someone could come in and really understand your brand, understand your brand strategy, not necessarily be the ones responsible for building every step of it, but they were there on the journey with you. And then weren't just an execution house. So it didn't just make widgets, but really came together and was the one that served, hey, when it comes to digital, we'll take what your AOR has to offer. We'll take some assets that maybe a production house might offer and we'll really unite the two. So you don't just have digital stuff or digital things, but you really have um, digital execution that lives into a digital strategy. Gotcha. So you, I mean, you guys really fill that strategist hole started back then and continue to do so today because it's still so disconnected. I would guess that you have to have somebody who has like that, that in turn, that center hub of everything, I guess. Right. Yeah. It's a great way of putting it. I mean, that that's kind of where we found our sweet spot. You know, we, yeah. we've just like any, any company or anyone, you know, as we've gotten into our teens, right. We're 15 now. Um, we've, we've really started to understand who we are uh, in the last few years. And it is, Yes, we're still doing some content creation. Yes, we're still doing some brand strategy, but that 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 sweet spot, the benefit, the true benefit to our customer, our, our client, is that hub. It's where we can help coordinate 
especially as omni-channel, right? This idea of omni-channel is uh, more present than ever. There really needs to be a quarterback, even if you're not doing, if you're not doing 30% of the activity, right? 10% of the activity, you're really ensuring that uh, you stay on brand, you stay on strategy, you stay on digital strategy, and that all these channels are being used in the right way at the right time. And the content is being created appropriately for those channels. Yeah. And you've a very small slip there. You slipped in there being the quarterback. You were an intern for the NFL. Is that where that analogy comes from? Is that? I am a sports guy. So, so, <laughs> so yes. Um, and I, awesome. I, I, uh, we'll be in meetings with clients and we'll sometimes just get lost in really you know, crappy analogies that just <laughs> go down a rabbit hole. That's fun. So, so you said you were the propeller is 15 years old. So you've grown over the years, you've scaled, you've done all the things that the, the buzzwords, right? How do you grow and scale from where you started to where you are 15 years later? What does that look like for your journey? Yeah. So uh, it's, it's different. It's a great, great point that you said for my journey, right? They're all, they're all different. And there's points along the journey where you could scale more aggressively um, or, 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 or not, or even less aggressively. And it really has to, it has to be about what you're comfortable with and what you want that. Listen, you never, everyone says you have to have a goal in mind. The reality is as, as someone who created an agency and anyone else who's been an entrepreneur, you have like a, a pipe dream in mind, but you don't necessarily have <laughs> the dream in mind. You yeah. just, you you do your best to kind of follow a North Star, even though you might not be able to paint a perfect picture of what that North Star is. For us, it was, you know, I, I knew I wanted to be big enough where we could, you know, have swagger, have power to, to get stuff done, but not where I ever lost sight of doing the work that I enjoy every day. Sure. And that's kind of how we ended up kind of where we are, which I really, we're about 50 people. And uh, that that's really, really feels like a sweet spot for us. Yeah. 50, five, zero. Five, zero. That's awesome. 50 people, not 15 in 15 years, 50 in 15 years. Um, that's awesome. So, so let's talk a bit about uh, how you help those you help. You said earlier, healthcare, pharma. Um, what's a favorite story that highlights a specific way that you've helped serve those clients in one or the other sides of that? Yeah, I mean, there are some awesome stories throughout the years, um, you know, kind of nurturing and bringing clients um, kind of into this age, right, into this digital age. Uh, I, w- I would say, even though it's it, it's not just because it's top of mind, but it's during the pandemic. Um, I, I think that so so healthcare generally, right, is 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 a vertical that can be behind other verticals like mm-hmm. fashion or CPG when it comes sure. to it. It's just by the nature of it, especially when you're marketing and communicating directly to uh, HCP healthcare professionals. Um, th- th- there's first of all, there's a lot of barriers in terms of uh, legality and regulatory important barriers that mm-hmm. might, you know, have uptake be a little slower. What the pandemic has done is based off no choice has made everyone really start to get excited and ad- adopt uh, what digital can bring them. And mm-hmm. I would really say over the last year, being able to help usher in with several different clients, a um, comprehensive omni-channel strategy that will allow that, that, that personalizes digital. So it makes okay. it makes it more than just saying, oh, you have your non-personal and your personal communications dealing with, you know, se- selling, you know, field sales and that, hey, what you get served with on, on a computer, but recognizing how we personalize digital 
to not just fill the necessity of the pandemic where we have less person to person contact, but where we get to actually make those personal experiences, even if they're not in person, we may get to make those personal experiences so much more meaningful through digital. That's yeah. been amazing over the last year. Right on. And when you, so you talk healthcare marketing and pharma marketing, are you, are you talking like healthcare, like um, practices and hospitals, that kind of thing, B2C? No. So I'm, I'm using healthcare to include pharma and then medical device. So we have okay. a lot of surgical as well. And we're split pretty much 50, 50 between um, so, so like, you know, surgical where, where uh, members of the sales field, right there, even during the pandemic, they're in there. They're, they have to be alive because they're, they're a big part of that, um, that ecosystem. Yeah. So it's, so it's B2B on both sides then, I guess is what, what I was wondering. Okay. Um, how does, how does digital play a part in that B2B space today? You know, when, because when I think of digital, I think of maybe, you know, social media marketing, right. Or you know, a website, of course. Right. What, what's, what part does uh, digital play in the B2B side of things? Cause it's not just anymore like shaking hands and having cocktails, right? Yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's not. And, and I think that's, that comes back to why, why digital in B2B is more important than ever right now, because you all, you had a, a paradigm that was ready to start to shift like over the next three to five years. And all of a sudden it said, I don't care if you want to wait three years, like it's time. And yeah. what, it, what digital allows you to do in that, maybe that a paradigm where it's more traditionally that handshake, right? As you said, uh, it closes the loop. And so it allows there to be this full, and everyone's using the word omni-channel now, but it's, it's circular. And so if you're having a conversation with someone, you know, nowadays that follow-up material, supplement, supplemental material and uh, anything else that kind of will keep someone engaged can easily be pushed them through all the different channels, including, and we're seeing a huge rise now nowadays in um, social directed towards healthcare professionals. Healthcare professionals are human beings. They're on social channels. Yeah. I have a, a group of physicians that I follow on TikTok that I absolutely love, love. Nice. They'll show surgery technique. I'll watch them suturing. Uh, they get kicked off sometimes for like gratuitous you know, <laughs> testings, but yeah, yeah, that's that's. I was gonna jokingly ask how many physicians on TikTok, but that right there answered it. That's incredible. It's so cool oh. to see the channels get used in different ways, right? Because we, you said it, Charlie. We are human. Yeah. So that's awesome. So, what are some of the biggest pain points that you're seeing in the industries in those industries that you just mentioned? Yeah, uh, you know, I think the pain points now are, are different than they were before the pandemic. So I think right now it's about speed to adoption. Um, before for me, it was about buy-in like that's ridiculous. You know, how would we reach them here? And now it's okay. The model works and it's just, it's, it's, um, it's just speed to just keep going and, 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 and keep moving and not let the momentum die down at all. Okay. And how often do you hear from those B2B connections and don't, don't name anybody in particular, don't throw anybody under the bus, but how often do you hear from them? I'm just too old for this. I'm not used to digital. I'm not used to this, you know, whether it's zoom calls, telehealth, social media, like, is that still a thing too, that you had to pitch them on the fact that this is needed? So it's, it's funny it, again, you know, 
this pandemic environment has definitely taken people where they said, ah, is that really going to work? Is that necessary? And started to move them. What I've seen more of now is actually a really nice open-mindedness of, of people saying, hey, I don't use that. You know, that's not for me, but I know we need to be there. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a it's a crazy shift, and it's a, it's a very self aware shift too with a lot of clients who are, hey, that that's not for me. I don't even know what that is. I just know we need to be there, and it's important, and our customers are there. All right. So less so about them using it, but knowing they as a brand need to and yes. finding the people to do it. Yes. Interesting. So as the president of an agency, um, what do you see as the pain points in the marketing industry in general? What are we doing? What are we getting wrong as marketers? I think those who are not moving to simpler, more agile messages that can be delivered at any time and really leveraging the fact that we have so many channels nowadays that are targeted, if we're still treating like the old school way of TV, right? TV is still, TV's moved into digital, but some people still treat TV in a way where it's like, well, this is that one general message. And recognizing that, one, you don't need everyone that views your product to buy it to move the needle. <laughs> yeah. You don't. It's it's crazy. When you look at numbers, you don't. And two, that, um, yes, you still have these general platforms, but leverage the targeting because the, the ability to do it, the ability to repurpose content on these channels and mm-hmm. be cost effective with the content. Um, I just think we need more of, a, more of an adoption of that to... It, it, it's not a couple of years away. It's here now. It's we're ready. Yeah. Uh, so this is a surprise question. I just, I was, as I was looking you up and learning about you, I made the comment earlier about being a, an NFL intern. What did, what from your NFL days have you brought with you into what you do today? I, yeah, so I can totally answer that. <laughs> um, when I was my first summer interning, when I, my first summer interning, uh, my Boss, actually no, it was my second. I had already interned. I kind of knew the lay of the land. My second, my second summer, my boss had a family emergency and I had to go overseas for six weeks. Their job at the NFL at the time was to negotiate player appearances with retired NFL players for like a Sam's Club or something. Mm-hmm. And I got thrown into the seat because of the volume where I was 20 years old and I was um, you know talking to a retired NFL player, a retired running back in Cincinnati and working them through the situation on what the fee was and how they would get there. That exposure and that being thrown into a situation and recognizing that you can rise to any occasion, that uh, a situation is only too big for you if you act like the situation is too big for you. That experience that I got there, has allowed me to over 15 years and probably the first five take a lot of rejection, hit a lot of bumps in the road, but recognize that I can rise that rise to the occasion. And I have to, to act always like I'm ready to ready for it. And I should be there. Nice. That's a great lesson from, from your history. I love that. Um, so Charlie, where can our audience, I got one more question coming at you. So don't, you know, don't think I'm saying bye just yet. Um, where can our audience learn more about you and continue this conversation with, with you as their rock star? Oh, great. So you can go to our website, uh, propellercommunicates.com. Um, or, uh, yeah, you can LinkedIn. 
Char- Charlie Flax on LinkedIn nice. and Propeller Communicates on LinkedIn. Excellent. Uh, okay, so here's here's the big question. Here's your, I'm going to date myself. Here's your Barbara Walters moment. Okay, great. Oh, that's even I'm a thing anymore. <laughs> um, if is there anything that you've learned over the years, or any advice that you've heard that seems counterintuitive at first, but once you implement it, has a major impact on your business? I love yeah, thinking outside yeah, of the box. Yeah, no, no, totally. Um, I would say. I learned it over the years. I wish I learned it a little sooner, sooner. And it's don't take every opportunity. That seems completely counterintuitive, mm-hmm. but don't take it. So if it, it comes to new business or a new relationship, you might not be ready for it. And you have one shot at it. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean, again, it doesn't mean don't seize an opportunity, but be calculated when that opportunity comes your way and there there you don't want to blow that shot so just there's there's a way to work through it that that can seem counterintuitive and um yeah and then and then when you get that opportunity again it's it, it this goes hand in hand uh recognize that that's a blessing that's special and it might not come back again so when you when you show up you say hey I'm ready to show up when you show up you better show up right every time mm. or you're better off sometimes just not showing up. Gotcha. That's good. I love that. Charlie Flax, president of Propeller Communications. Charlie, thank you so much for being an agency rock star with us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was wonderful. Thanks for listening to the Agency Rockstars podcast. If you're an agency owner who would like to appear in this podcast, please visit legendaryleadgen.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you found this episode valuable, I would really appreciate you sharing it on social media. Even just a quick screenshot of the episode showing on your phone shared to social media would be great. If you truly enjoyed the episode, we'd also really love a rating in your favorite podcast player. Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening. I'm Dana Lindahl, and if you want to connect, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can also find more information about everything we're currently doing at legendaryleadgen.com. Thanks for listening, and hope to hear from you soon.